Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2213. My fear of spending is a form of imposter syndrome by Kirsten Saunders of richandregular.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. And if you're enjoying this show, why not share with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. And while they're there, they can check out our other shows on topics like personal development, health, and relationships. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. My Fear of Spending is a Form of Imposter Syndrome by Kirsten Saunders of richandregular.com. It feels like I've been running nonstop for about two months now. Not only have I been traveling for work, but we closed on our new house the same week we returned from FinCon. Since I had already taken off work to attend the conference, I didn't request additional time for the move. If time is money, I'm feeling stretched right now. If money is money, I'm feeling spread thin there too. Between the down payment, new furniture, and moving expenses, we've spent over $80,000 over the last three weeks. It took almost a year to save that money and only like two phone calls, a couple clicks, and a pound of paperwork to spend it. Add that to a missed opportunity to invest at a discount because we're cash-strapped and you have one angsty lady. Oh, hey, hello, I'm her. Calling it angst feels like an understatement though. Fear is more appropriate. Lately, my nights and weekends have been filled with packing and unpacking. My 19-month-old son is clingy as he's adjusting to his new daycare, our new home, and his seven new teeth. He doesn't have the words to express how he feels, so we just agree to come to grips with change his way. Meanwhile, I'm scared that my mom instinct got left on the truck, or maybe just lost in the shuffle of boxes. Or maybe I just unpacked my mom instinct where my wife instinct should be, and I just need to reconcile the two once I find them. I also don't know if baby rich and regular is old enough to have a love language, but if he did, it would be snacks. In the midst of all this flux and in the absence of a routine, I find myself conceding to his crafty toddler antics with extra snacks here and extra cuddles there. 
The other day, I carried his little up three whole flights of stairs while dragging a plastic lawnmower behind me and balancing a bowl of Cheerios between my neck and chin. I'm scared I might be feeding him too much. But then I remember that he's not a fish, not that it matters. My body aches, my willpower is weakened, and my credit card company upped my limit out of nowhere. I'm scared I'll use it as a permission slip to buy more instead of seeing it for what it is, another form of marketing. Spending has always been a slippery slope for me because it triggers a dopamine rush. While I wouldn't characterize it as an addiction, I'm using a lot of energy just to look high-functioning while cutting these five-figure checks left and right. This is why I don't talk about money strictly from an academic point of view. The math is the easiest part, but the psychology? The psychology is tough because even if you do exactly what I did and pay off all of your debt and learn to live on half and enjoy eating at home, you still gotta make room for the fear. I don't think it's something that retirement can fix either. Just ask Susie Orman. She has gazillions of dollars recently came out of retirement from a private island and is still worried about not having enough money. Every day I stare into space and wonder if I would feel like this if I wasn't working. But then I look over at my husband and realize he fell asleep sitting up with a beer in his hand. That man isn't doing too hot either. I won't lie to myself and say that money couldn't solve 95% of my problems. It very easily could. Instead, I'll imagine that when rich people lament about how it's not about the money, this is what they mean. Because finally, I've reached a point in my life where it's not about the money. It's about my BS. And my journey to financial independence requires learning how to navigate this terrain. Just throwing money at it would be robbing Peter to pay Paul. Wisdom without action is a waste. One perk of getting older is that I get better at describing how I feel. I'm also better at recognizing key themes in my life. After 34 years, I realize that velocity is one of them. Sometimes it just feels like the months on the calendar are just a series of concentrated weeks crammed with demanding tasks that leave me waiting for an exhale. In these moments, when the pace of life is frantic, I've been conditioned to consume. These are the times where I tend to distract myself via mindless scrolling and social media rabbit holing. These are the times where I make unhealthy choices. I become less present. I use my money to self-medicate. I buy a bunch of on sale just to get a feeling of accomplishment. It's a familiar cycle, and after five years with a front row seat, Mr. Rich and Regular can spot it from a mile away. I am the frog in a pot enjoying my jacuzzi, and he is intensely observing the stove to make sure I don't cook myself. So what am I doing about it? Number one, choosing to sit in it and learn. I'm being vulnerable in my marriage and trusting that my partner won't let the pot boil over because I need to sit here and soak for a while to mull over my money until my skin prunes. I need to be reminded that if my coins are going to be a tool for positive change in my life and my family's life, then I can't be afraid to use them. People who build houses don't have emotional issues with hammers. Instead of letting my fear of spending money take me down a path of scarcity, I'm choosing to reframe my circumstances. I'm affirming that I gain this level of discernment as a result of my efforts. I'm affirming that it will stay with me no matter how rich I get 
and I'm affirming that we're going to be all right. I know that in hindsight, periods like this will be a reminder of why we got married in the first place. Either that or I've been watching too much love is. Number two, allowing for tiny indulgences. Okay, so look, I probably shouldn't be trusted in a home goods, container store, or Ikea for a while, but it was a hard yes for the grocery store flowers, the scented trash bags from Target, and the midday nap. I know tiny is subjective, but it's intentional, and that's half the battle. And number three, calendarizing my joy. It's easier to ignore short-term impulses when you know there's something greater later. I physically put events on my calendar as a way to upweight my patience. Seeing the moments that make me happy punctuated in my calendar engages another part of my brain. It's a small but powerful checks and balances method to ensure my fear doesn't distract me from being future-focused. Bottom line, the fear that I feel is a choice. My goal is to create an environment that makes it easier for me to choose something else. You just listened to the post titled, My Fear of Spending is a Form of Imposter Syndrome by Kirsten Saunders of richandregular.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I love this statement in the article today. Quote, people who build houses don't have emotional issues with hammers. End quote. It perfectly represents how often we confuse the tool with the goal. Money is just a tool we can use to craft the life we want to live. But when we see having money as the ultimate goal, it can lead us to hoard money or not spend it in ways that are actually good for us. One thing that helps me in this regard is to remind myself that I've already optimized on the big ticket reoccurring expenses like housing, transportation, and food. So one-time indulgences aren't going to completely blow my budget. 
When I was getting out of debt and fixing my finances, I was a bit extreme in terms of frugality. While I've certainly relaxed a bit, my tendency is to not want to spend money. When I do spend money, I tend to be highly critical about the value of that purchase. Now, this tendency served me very well in the season of life when I was getting out of debt, saving an emergency fund, and front-loading my retirement savings. A period of time of questioning or debating every purchase was valuable at that time in my life. But sometimes I need to remind myself that I'm in a new season now and I have more financial bandwidth to experiment. That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you on the Wednesday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.